This is episode 675 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's podcast, No Regrets, Prayer, Preparedness, and Pushing Through. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, this episode is sponsored by the exclusive Prepper Website email group, which allows you to communicate with other preppers right from your email. You don't have to worry about your every link, click, or word being tracked by social media. This email group resides on the same servers as Prepper Website, so you know you can trust it. Other benefits include members-only videos, periodic webinars, and this value only for $20 a year. So for more information, head on over to PrepperWebsite.net. I have a link in the show notes. And guys, I got to tell you just another little quick uh, update on this. Since all the social medias have been going haywire, there's been so many people that have joined uh, just in the last couple of days. I'm recording this on Sunday morning. Uh, before I actually do my message. And so uh, I'm up early and I'm ready to go. So I decided to go ahead and record early. And I've just added a lot of people to the exclusive uh, email group. And I think just people want that community without the fear of being shut down and the fear of tracking what's being said and stuff like that. So, uh, man, if that's something that you're interested in, I'd love for you to come join. Like I said, it's only $20 a year. And then we also have those uh, every other week, we have a meetup on Zoom where we just get to chat and uh, hang out and talk a little bit about what's going on in our world. And a lot of the times, we try to focus on one preparedness topic and just talk a little bit about that. Okay, I want to give a couple of shouts out. Uh, we did receive some reviews on iTunes. And uh, this first one is from, well, this is the most recent one. It's from Germany, actually. And so it's from uh, Cartuso1. And uh, he says this. Todd provides excellent content for everyone who is aware of the things going on in the world and who wants to prepare for them. Although I totally disagree with his political and religious views, I value his open mind and broad knowledge. He is truly committed to his goal of getting the people prepared. So thank you, Cartuso, for that. Uh, again, you know, when you when you go to iTunes, you wouldn't see this one uh, if you're in the United States because it's from Germany. But I get to see it because it's on the back end of my uh my uh, hosting, my podcast host. And so uh, I love that I'm able to see these. Uh, I'm sure there's probably some that I've missed in the past, but the podcast host gets to show these to me. So thank you for that one, Curtuso. I'm so grateful for those that are all across the world listening. I know that uh, I mentioned a few that uh, where the podcast was uh, hitting the, you know, the, the charts in some of the countries last, uh, last time I did an episode. Uh, but I know that there's a lot of people listening in other parts of the of the world. Uh, India has really started to increase the the listenership. So, again, I'm very grateful for all the listeners um, here in the United States, but also all over the world. So, thank you so much for that. The next one comes to us from Think Out of the Box, and uh, Think Out of the Box says this: I know some things are not applicable to me just off my experience level with prepping. However, I have gained a wealth of knowledge, and I thank you for that. I appreciate the spiritual encouragement as well. I think it helps offer a different perspective. I do believe it allows you to have a more diverse following. And thank you and continue to do what God has called you to do. 
So uh, think out of the box. Thanks so much for, again, leaving that. It, it always encourages me when I see those come, come across. And so I greatly appreciate it. Hey, guys, if you have not signed up for the five-day Build Your Own Prepper Group Challenge, it is a free challenge that you can link into through email. And so I have a link in the show notes that you can go sign up for it and you'll start receiving one link a day on a challenge. And I think now more than ever is having the the knowledge and the understanding and the insight to be able to prep with those people that are in some kind of community with you. And hopefully you will learn a little bit from this challenge and it'll give you some insight and some ideas. So hopefully you'll take that up. It's real easy to sign up. And again, the link is in the show notes. All right, so let's go ahead and jump to um, our episode today. And this is really going to be a solo episode. I feel um, there's some topics that I need to talk about. I feel I'm supposed to talk about. And uh, the title, I, I guess, of the episode is No Regrets, Prayer Preparedness and Push Through. And so this is not, you know, off of a an article. I guess I could write an article off of it, but this is not off of an article that uh, was posted on Prepper website or anything that I have written. And so, um, you know, those that have uh, an issue with any kind of faith, and when I talk about faith, I'm going to talk a little bit about that here. Um, and that naturally is going to come out for me because it's part, it's the most important thing to me. But, you know, when I'm talking about this, if you're not a person of faith and you're like completely Todd, I, I I don't, I'm not, you know, a person of faith. I'm not going to be a person of faith. I, I mean, I wish everybody would come to a knowledge of Jesus Christ. I mean, I really do. That, that would be my hope for everyone. But you can still look at this as um, something, you know, that you need to have something deeper than just the stuff that you see, right? So whatever that is, you you know, your faith in, in humanity, your faith in, um, you know, your your family, uh, your faith in, you know, just your ability to the, the human spirit, you know, to, to move on, um, then you can apply those things to this. Uh, again, I'm coming from the faith perspective because that's the most important thing for me. So uh, let's go ahead and start. Um, no regrets, prayer, preparedness, and push through. So as I was preparing for this and moving into the new year, um, looking into the, the chaos that we're going to experience. I've been telling the people in my church, you know, those that, that were hoping that 2021 was going to be a better year. There's so many people that um, in, in that I work with and that I know that are hoping things are going to get back to normal. And I'm just like, things are not going to get back to normal. And if you are paying attention to what's going on out there, you've seen the things that are happening um, you know, the things that happened you know, at the at the Capitol, um, you've seen the purges on social media. And if you're not familiar with that, um, social media has been going crazy and purging all, you know, completely kicked the president off and then a lot of other conservatives off. I've lost 4000 members off of uh, Twitter just in two days. And so, I, again, like I said, I'm recording this on Sunday morning, on Friday evening, it started. And so, it just seems like you know, people are being kicked off left and right. Uh, we know that Parler is supposed to be, um, well, they're kicked off of the Google Play Store and they're going to be kicked off of Apple or they are kicked off of the, the Apple Store. And now supposedly Amazon, and that's supposed to happen today, Amazon will be uh, cutting them off of using the Amazon servers for uh, hosting their, their platform. So 
things are, are kind of crazy. And for me, you know, prayer, and, and when I say prayer, I'm talking about faith and my ability to commune with, with God and and holding on to something more important than just what I see here. You know, my faith is the most important thing to me, more important than preparedness, more important than food storage, more important than just go down the line. It's the most important thing. And the thing is, is that we have to believe that this world is not all there is. I mean, at least I believe that, that this world is not all there is. There are some people that believe you live your life here on this earth and then you close your eyes, you know, when you breathe your last and that is it, you know, and, and those people that believe that, you know, fine, if you want to believe that. I don't. Uh, there's a lot of philosophers back in the days who've talked about, you know, the weak-minded need religion. They need something to hold on to. And, uh, you know, uh, I do. I do hold on to my faith. I, that is, like I said, it's very important to me. So if I die and it's true that there's nothing more other than this life, I won't know it, right? I won't know it. I won't care. But if it is true, which there it is, but if it is true and there is an afterlife, then the way that you live now depends on what happens in the future. And so when we put our faith in government, we put our faith in people, when we put our faith in all the other things that, that, that are out there, all those things are going to let us down. But when we put our faith in God, that's going to help us. Uh, I mean, that, that is definitely the, the thing that keeps us going. And so again, my purpose here is not to preach the gospel, and I know I know I feel like I'm doing that right now. Um, you know, I, I do want to stress that there needs to be something that sustains you more than just beans, bullets, and bandages, because it's very easy to get into a depression. It's very easy to get into disillusionment and say, oh my gosh, what in the world is going on? I put my faith here. I thought this was going to happen. Uh, you know, one of the things that I've noticed lately is on, on Prepper website, the the numbers have been really picking up. And I believe that is because people are starting to be concerned about what is coming down. And so all those people who, when the Republicans, you know, took the presidency, and it's like, okay, things are better now. Now they're, you know, it's like they're concerned again. And you need something more than just, like I said, your faith in government, your faith in a person or a political party, or you you need faith in something that is bigger and stronger than that. And like for me, again, I believe that that is my faith in, in, in God. And that is, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, uh, what I'm talking about. And so, there's got to be something more. This world is not all there is. This world is uh, the setup for the, the next. I wanted to talk a little bit about here in this section about preachers that prep. And I've been listening to a lot of uh, preachers on YouTube and different things like that. And as they're seeing all the chaos that is happening in the world and in the United States, they've talked about being prepared. But it's like they always go to, you know, they start saying, okay, you got to, you got to have some food. You got to have some water. You got to have some, you got to be prepared. But then they, they, they kind of pull back then because they don't want to seem like the wacko. And so they'll say like, you got, you got to prep and you got to take care of, you know, you, you got to have some food. You should have some food. You should have some water, but let's not, you know, let's not go hoarding. You know, you should have some, some, uh, preparedness items for, you know, people, if they need food, and I, I believe all of that, right? But it's kind of like they do a disservice when they talk about it, and then they kind of pull back. 
There's nothing wrong with being prepared. It's totally biblical. There's nothing wrong with being responsible for your family and taking taking that responsibility and doing what you need to do. I mean, you're looking ahead of what's going on and you're and you're wise in that. The thing is, is that preparedness and preppers and all got such a bad rap, you know, uh, you know, out there in in the media when people have been doing it all their, you know, throughout history, preparing for what was coming. So that just drives me nuts when preachers don't go all the way because it, it, to me, it feels like you're sending a mixed message, right? It's like, so what do you mean? You know, go go to the store and have a week's worth. Go to the store and have two weeks worth. I mean, like if I go to the store and I usually buy a week's worth of groceries at a time, are you saying that I should have three weeks worth, you know, and, and that's good? And I'm like, no, man, if things are really in the, you know, what they're looking at, and what they're discussing and things that are happening in our world, if things continue to go downhill and slide downhill, then no, you need more than a week's worth of food. And we talk about that all the time here. You know, uh, Michael Bunker, Bunker <laughs> can't even talk in, Michael Bunker was on the podcast not too long ago. And if you haven't listened to some of those interviews, um, maybe this is, a you know, you're new to the podcast and, and welcome to all that. But uh, go back and listen to Michael's uh, interview, and you really need to go back and listen to the the last one as well with uh, Dr. Mark uh, Vorderbruggen, uh, Merriweather on foraging. Great, great stuff um, that we've been posting. Uh, Jim Cobb, you know all the interviews there. But one of the things that he said on his videos, so going back to Michael Bunker, I'm kind of like all over the place today. Uh, one of the things with Michael Bunker is he talked a little bit about people who get mad at those that prepare. And I I know some of those people, you know, when the whole toilet paper shortage was going on, people were rant, ranting and raving like on social media, like, why do you have to have so much social, you know, p- uh, toilet paper and, and, and blah, blah, blah. And the thing is, is like, you know, why do people get upset with, and this was again, Michael's, um, and I'm just kind of paraphrasing him. You know, you can't get upset at people uh, for what they do with their own money. You know, what is it to you what people do? And so if I've been stockpiling toilet paper, or I've been stockpiling uh, beans and rice, or if I've been stockpiling whatever, and then you don't have it, what do you, why are you upset? Because I was preparing with my own money. And so some of these people that I know that, that were saying things like that, they spend their money on things that I would never spend my money on. So, for instance, uh, season tickets to the Houston Texans, right? And, and so season tickets cost a whole lot of money. It's not, you know, you're you're throwing down a big chunk of change <laughs> for a team that's like, oh, my gosh. You know, and I haven't watched football. The only time I watch football is like if someone comes over the house and, and we're sitting down and uh, they want to watch the game and we turn it up, we turn it on. But. I, I just, I, I don't see it. I would never spend money on season tickets. And so you you put down this whole, uh, you know, big chunk of money for season tickets. And then that doesn't even uh, pay for your parking. There is another parking pass that is separate. And so if you want to tailgate, if you want to park on, you know, on site, then you have a whole nother parking pass that you have to pay, a parking permit that you have to pay for. So this person spends a whole lot of money on their on their you know season tickets and going to see you know football games and things like that 
And I don't come back and say, wow, I can't believe you spend all that money on, on all that. I mean, you know, it's like, hey, do with whatever you do, whatever you want to do with your money. I mean, that's that's completely up to you. And so a lot of the times when people start saying, well, why are you st- stockpiling and blah, blah, blah? A lot of the times it's out of fear because they realize, oh, my gosh, things are happening and I'm not prepared or they're upset that they didn't think about stockpiling and they take it out on those who did, you know. And so when when we talk about preparedness and we talk about, you know, stockpiling or, you know, and, and not hoarding, but we just talk about what what we get for what we need for our families to be responsible. I think that's important. And so I've kind of bled into the, the second point that I was going to make about preparedness. Uh, you know, in, in, in talking about this, I, mean, I guess I like kind of merged in from preachers who prep into, into all of that, but you can't, you can't be upset if you're new to preparedness in, 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 or maybe you're not even prepping, but somehow you're listening to this. And I, again, I know I'm talking to the choir here, but if you're, if you're upset because people have prepared that that's their own money, that's what they have done. You know, that's what they, they believe that they need to do to be responsible for their families. And so, you know, don't don't let the common, uh, you know, arguments out there like you shouldn't be you shouldn't be preparing. You shouldn't be getting ready. You shouldn't be doing those types of things. Uh, That's completely false. You know, you're paying attention to what is going on out there and you are responsible for your family. You know, if you saw a growth on your body and you're like, okay. I have this growth on my body and I'm just going to let it sit there and sit there and sit there. I mean, come on, nobody would do that. You would go and you would go to the doctor and you would find out what it is and it would be removed and and whatever kind of treatment you needed or whatever. And so those that look at what is coming down and what is happening in our world, in our society, they're, they're paying attention to it and they're making those responsible moves. So don't ever regret doing that. I want to talk a little bit about regret at the end, but don't ever regret doing that or feel like you're doing something wrong because you have prepared and because you have uh, put away for your family and and for yourself. Um, I do believe that as, as a Christian, as a believer, that if people do need help, I am going to try to help them as much as possible. But don't ever regret doing that. And so when, when preachers go halfway and they don't go all the way there, it kind of it just kind of rubs me the wrong way. All right, let's jump into the second thing of preparedness. Because um, again, uh, the title is No Regrets, Prayer Preparedness, and Pushing Through. Um, there's a lot of new preppers joining the ranks. And again, the reason is I think a lot of people are waking up. And so I know that on, on a Tuesday meetups, you know, for our exclusive uh, emo group, I know that I've mentioned this. And I might have mentioned this on the the podcast as well. It kind of all begins to uh, <laughs> blur for me. But one of the things early on when the whole coronavirus thing was going down is we, we my wife wanted to get a uh, a deep freeze. And so we have a, an extra refrigerator and, you know, a freezer, but she wanted to get a deep freeze. And I was like, well, oh, it's kind of against it. My, uh, my son and uh, my daughter-in-law were living with us at the time and all their stuff was in the garage and there was just no room. There's just no way that we were going to fit it in there. Uh, and so I, I was really against it. When they moved out, we had the room for it and we started looking and you couldn't find it. 
And you, I mean, the only thing you could find was like no name, really no name brand. Like I've never even heard of them before. I'm like, I'm not buying that. I don't care what kind of warranty it has or whatever. I'm just not buying that. And uh, they were, you know, they were kind of expensive and didn't have really good reviews and, and all that kind of stuff. So I'm not buying a deep freeze just to buy a deep freeze, no matter what the name is. So my wife kept looking, kept looking, and she finally found one, and well, we, you know, we, we got a good one, good deal, and we jumped on it, and we were able to pick it up. But I go back, that tells me that people were, because you couldn't find them anywhere, that people outside of preparedness were realizing what was happening, and they were realizing, you know what, we need to stock up more. And so even without being told, hey, there's going to be food shortages or whatever, things were being wiped out. Of, of this grocery st- store shelves, you know, and uh, I think people just have that that understanding on the inside is that we need to be prepared. I, we, we can kind of see what's going on. So they don't even call themselves preppers. But as things have been going on and people have been talking, I think more people are realizing, you know, there's more than just the food aspect. And so more people have been joining the ranks. That's one thing uh, was, you know, talking with some of my website friends and it's one of the things that we have noticed there's been a lot of new preppers coming to uh to the preparedness community and so uh that's that's a really great thing because people are waking up to the fact that you know what our world is very fragile and there are some things that are out there and you know that at very split second things can can flip and if you're not prepared you're going to be caught without the things that you need for for you and your and, and your family. So, lots of new preppers joining the ranks, and I think that's you know um, one of the things that we need to understand is that there's going to be people that that need help out there. Um, there's going to be people that need understanding out there. There's going to be people who who are looking for answers, and if we can help them and and help prepare them, that would be great. And so there's a lot of people to the exclusive email group that have said, hey, I'm new to preparedness. I started prepping, you know, a year ago and and those types of things. I get emails from people, um, just personal emails, um, things that we have uh, that I've seen online. And so there's a lot of people that understand that being prepared is very important. And here's the thing. Right now, we still have time. You don't have time like you had five years ago. You don't have time like you had two years ago, but right now you can still, I, I can go to the grocery store. I can get whatever I want right now. And I know that different places and parts of the country, things are a little bit different. I know that in our, you know, our Tuesday chats, when we, when we get together for the, the exclusive email group, I, I know some places are still like, Hey, you can only buy one thing at a time, but uh, there are other places where you can you can continue to buy as much as you want. I, I, again, down here in Houston, I can go to the store and there are no limits on whatever I want to buy. You know, all the things wipes and 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 all those things that were not there, toilet paper, all those things that were not there months ago are there now. And so you have this short time period where you can prep. And I think that you need to if if you have been on. The, the the fence right or maybe you have been okay i like what i hear about preparedness but i really haven't been you know i buy an extra can of ravioli i buy you know an extra can of this or that but you really haven't been focused on that i think you should at this time i really do think you should be thinking about this and you need to be focusing on the more important things right um 
if you don't ever see yourself bugging out to the woods, then save that junk for later, right? I just, I see so much of that. Stop the bug out bag. You're creating the bug out bag. And and I'm not saying that you should not have a bug out bag. Even if you're bugging in, there are, you know, I've talked about that before on, on the podcast, you know, people that were, would have never bugged out during Hurricane Harvey because of the flood, uh, they had to bug out. So I'm not saying that you never, ever need to bug out and you should not have plans to bug out. There should be some kind of plan there. But if you are new to preparedness and you are, you know, or you are trying to ramp things up, that is not your focus right now. Your focus should be on food. Your focus should be on water. Your focus should be on shelter. Your focus should be on protection. And if if you're thinking firearms and things like that, uh, you kind of miss the boat on that. There, It's very hard. You might be able to find some firearms, but it's very hard to find the ammo, at least cheap ammo. If you, if you, I mean, you've got, if you're a money bags, you know, you can get anything you need, right? You, you can pay for it. But at least the, the cheap ammo, you're going to find a very hard, uh, very hard uh, time finding that, uh, you know, at, at a reasonable price. So what can you do in order to protect yourself? You know, you need to be thinking about first aid. And I'm not just talking about like having bandages and things like that. But what if you're not able to get your medications that you get that normally get? There's got to be things that you can do to to get those medications. Right. And maybe you find a doctor who's willing to prescribe more for you and you're able to, to buy those. And maybe the insurance company doesn't pay for it, but you're able to buy it uh, out of pocket. Um, you need to be getting your finances in order. Man, that is so important right now and not only just your finances in order but you need to be focused on extra streams of income i know listen um one of the reasons why i didn't i don't think i mentioned this at the very beginning of the podcast the reason i didn't have a uh, a podcast episode at the beginning of the year is because i came down with shingles and i just didn't uh it was like man i was just trying to chill and and deal with that and it's really weird so like if you're not familiar with shingles, shingles affects nerve endings and is brought on by stress. And so um, I had a lot of pain on my right shoulder. And initially I thought it was because I was on the computer so often because I do it at work and I come home and I'm on the computer. But it, it wasn't that. It was, you know, shingles starting to, to come out. But I also have a little bit over my lip and uh, it's pretty much dried up now, um, you know, thanks to med- medicine and things uh, like that. But it's like little needles pricking you. And so if you can think like someone's holding maybe uh, a, like 10 needles all together with, you know, with a some kind of rubber band and they're poking you on your lip and that's the way it felt. And so um, even on Sunday morning when I was preaching last Sunday, you know, I could feel it. I mean, here I'm, I'm preaching and then I feel this prick. I'm like, oh my goodness, what the heck, you know? And so uh, it is, like I said, drying up, but it is starting to, um, you know, st- I can still feel it. And some some people are like <laughs> freaking me out. It's like, yeah, it, no, it never really goes away. Like you can always, you know, kind of feel it and, and whatever. Everybody's been telling me about their shingle story. But anyway, you know, it's really easy to come home and be stressed. And the reason I was talking about that is stress. It's really easy to be stressed at work, stressed at whatever is going on and want to do nothing but just veg in front of the television and not do anything. I completely understand that. But 
if you want to be prepared and you want to try to mitigate things that are going to be happening, I think it's very important to have extra streams of income. And so there's a lot of things out there, a lot of ways. I'm hoping to talk a little bit more about this as we go on throughout the year. But I really do believe everybody should have multiple streams of income and there should be ways that you are making money. So I know, you know, the 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 desire to just come home and plop down on the couch but you can use that time to be a little bit more creative and a little bit more resourceful and and move forward with your finances and help your family that way. I really believe that is something we need to be thinking about. But also on the side of preparedness here, I really think that um, the idea of uh, operational security, you might hear the, the word OPSEC or gray man. I really do think that that's going to be important moving forward. And um you know, th- this idea is that you just kind of blend in with your surroundings. And that might be, I'm not necessarily talking about your, um, I guess, the physical aspect of it. I'm more talking about the social media aspect of it. There are so many people, like people are bouncing off of Facebook, going to Parler or going to Gab or going to MeWe or going to all the other things that are out there, the alternatives that are out there. But just because you go to an alternative social media site, doesn't mean that other players are not going there as well to document what's happening over there. If you, if you understand what I'm saying there, you know, one of the things about social media is there's a record and that record stays there. So even if things, you know, you're going backwards, right? Uh, Let's go back years ago. Did you ever say anything that you regretted? Did you ever say anything that could have been uh, construed, you know, wrongly? Well, because there's a record of it, people could go back there and whatever they want to do, right? And you, you see that happening with politicians. You see that. I mean, there was a girl who lost. I was reading the story. A girl who was going into college who lost a full ride scholarship because she said something on social media. And I can't remember which one it was, if it was Instagram or uh, Snapchat or something like that, said something like when she was in eighth grade. So we're talking, you know, when you're in eighth grade and, and you're 13 years old, whatever, saying stupid stuff. And then, you know, you lose a full ride scholarship because people started digging into her uh into her past and and started doing that and so that's one thing that we really need to be thinking about facebook records every post records every like every group you have ever been in even if you leave it and i was very shocked when i found that out so if you join a group right so let me say somebody invites you to a group you join it And then you realize, you know what, this group is not for me. I'm unliking that group and whatever that group is. Maybe it's, you know, they're off the the fringe or whatever, uh, out in the fringe. And you you unlike it. Well, it's still recorded. It's still recorded in Facebook that you have unliked these groups. And so there is always that that thing. So I know that there's going to be people who are never going to get off of Facebook because of the ease of it. I learned that when I made the forum, uh, when I made the proper website forum, and that was tied to the book, uh, Creating a Microbiz, I realized that people liked the ease of Facebook and they wanted something as easy as that. 
And that's why I finally, when I, as I was racking my brain, I was like, we need something for the preparedness community that is as easy as something like that, but, um, you know, is, is, is safe. And so that's why I created the exclusive email group. You can do it right from your email. You don't have to, um, you know, you don't have to download an app or anything like that. And, and so it makes it really easy. But I think we need to really be careful. Now, those of you, I, I am of the persuasion that I am not going to delete my accounts because when you delete your account, then it's, you don't have access to it anymore. I want to still control my account, but I'm going to be careful what I do on there. So uh, I, I will delete the app. You know, I haven't had um, the Facebook app on my phone for years, Um, you know, not really doing Instagram anymore, Um, you know, just not using that. So not having those apps on my on my phone and, you know, that ease of access to be able to go and, and go do things over there. So those of you that are going to continue to stay over there, just be very careful, be very careful about what you're doing. You know, there I know that there's grandparents who want to go to Facebook because they see the pictures of their grandkids. And I, I know that there's people out there that want to communi- you know, communicate and connect with family members. Some family members have groups and things like, things like that. But you just got to be careful of what you're saying and what you're doing. Just be very smart, right? I, I think that's very important. The other aspect here of preparedness that I want to talk about is you need to make sure that you're connecting with other preppers. And what I mean by that is when when things are happening, when purges are happening on social media, um, like I said, I've lost 4,000 followers on Twitter in, the, in, in two days. And so all these people, I know that there's people in the preparedness community who lost their pages on Facebook. Their accounts were like completely wiped out and not just pages, but like their accounts and their friends and and all that kind of stuff without warning with nothing right um you know Jim Cobb was was one of those and I, I know of a lot of other people that had that I don't think it happened to me because I'm only using Facebook for my church right now and uh, every once in a while I'll go over to the group and I'll share out uh, a, a link or whatever to to an article that I've written but for the most part that's 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 what I'm using it for so um there's got to be ways as Things are purging as you see these things happening where you normally would have received your preparedness stuff, right? So normally you would see things on Facebook or on Twitter or or any social media or whatever. I really do think that you need to connect with these uh, websites and preppers that are out there putting out content. You need to make sure you have that personal connection with them. And so what I mean by that is connecting with their emails. And I know there are some out there that send emails every single day. There are people that send emails sometimes two times a day. But, you know, you need to maybe, if not, you're not signing up for their email list. You're at least bookmarking their websites. I mean, Prepper website is going to be around for as long as, you know, as long as I'm around, I guess, unless, you know, there is a real big, they take everything down. Um and so you'll always have that ability there, but I really do believe that connecting with other people and being on mailing lists is important. I've told my church that uh, I have a mailing list that I've been encouraging everyone to get in contact with because if or, or sign up for because if things go south, we want those redundancies of being able to communicate and and have those. So 
I think signing up for your favorite websites and signing up their email list, I think is important. Uh, I know people always sign up to get the freebie. You know, there's always some kind of freebie. They, they sign up to get the freebie and then they unsubscribe right away. You know, and I'm fine with that. I don't, I don't want those people that, um, that want to just uh, come and get the freebie and go. I want people that are really interested in being prepared and, and, and stuff like that. And when someone unsubscribes, it doesn't hurt my feelings. Um, the thing is, is that these, these email lists cost money. And so I think that's, you know, that's, that's one of those things when people unsubscribe, it's just, I know that that's saving me money. So find those that, you know, those people in the preparedness community that you like, uh, I guess their articles that you like what they're, what they're doing and, and you need to support them by joining their email list. I think that's going to be important. At least they can communicate with you that way. It is a one-way communication but a lot of the times they have their information there where you can, uh, or just responding to an email will get to them, right? And so uh, you can do that. Again, I think if you are wanting more communication, like not just a one way with an email list, joining the exclusive email group, I think would be uh, really, really uh, beneficial to you. And then the other thing that I'm going to say here is support those websites that are providing content for you. Um, I think that's going to be very important. You know, I was reading uh, an article this, so it really wasn't an article. It was kind of a blog post, but uh, someone in the preparedness community made a mention of there's not that many preparedness websites anymore. And I've been talking about this for a long time. I've seen people as they, they just kind of, their websites are still there, but they haven't um, written any new content in years right? And uh, it's one of those things. It's a, it's a sad thing because there's a lot of people out there who have a lot of knowledge. And sometimes you don't find that it's worth it financially. And so if you can support other websites, do it. You know, one of the things with Amazon, Amazon has changed, you know, because I used to always link to Amazon affiliates, things that you would go buy there. And there's still a lot of, you know, there's links and stuff out there and all that kind of stuff, but they have changed their percentages so much that it almost doesn't become worth it. It's not worth it to, to do that. And, uh, you know, where you're seeing like, okay, you earned 25 cents today. And that is just, you know, when you're trying to find things that people in the preparedness community could benefit from, and then you share those things out and, and you're, you're not, you know, getting any kind of, uh, any financial benefit. The problem is people in the past depended on that. Now I'm very lucky that I don't need to depend on that. Um, I've never wanted to make prepper website or the podcast or anything like that. Like my main source of income. Um, I like my job. I like what I do. It's stressful <laughs> shingles, <laughs> all that, all that stuff. But, um, uh, I never wanted to make it my, 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 my main source of income. So I'm very blessed with that, but I don't also want to have to dig into my own personal finances to support the website and support the podcast. So one of the things that you can do is if there are items that you are uh, needing and, and, and need to get, or there's books, you know, someone has written a book and you can buy it from them. Or, uh, you know, when people join the exclusive email group, you know, there are some people that are in the exclusive email group that just kind of lurk and others I know are doing it as a support to me. It's just like, I joined your group. I really don't, I'm not going to interact a lot, but I'm just doing it to support you, Todd. 
And so I'm, I'm grateful for that. So you can, you can do that, but there is that benefit of you're always able to have that group if you, if you need it. But there's, you know, if someone writes, uh, you know, has, has something, uh, a book or whatever, support these people, try to support them as much as possible. If you can buy off of their website and I'm not necessarily talking about Amazon, but let's just say you need a water filter or you need a big Berkey or you need a whatever, try to go through their websites because I think, um, that is, is going to be important to sustain the people that are out there trying to provide content. Uh, it's, it's takes a lot. It, it really does takes a lot to uh, to do all of that, and uh, it's really it's going to be really important moving forward to su- support these people, especially those that it is their main source of income. Um, they're trying. I know that there's people out there. I, I have friends in the preparedness community. They're trying to diversify as much as possible, but it's going to be really important to help support um, people in the preparedness community so that they can continue continue doing what they're doing. The last thing I want to talk about is just push through, right? Because this, here's the thing, you know, we're talking about prayer and preparedness and pushing through. It's very easy to get overwhelmed. And when I'm talking about overwhelmed, I'm talking about looking at all the chaos and you hear, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this thing is going to happen. And, 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 you know, this is, it's going to be a game changer. And then the day comes and nothing happens, right? Or it completely throws you for a loop. And there's just so much propaganda out there. There is so much uh, that they're purposely trying to, you know, crash the economy and, and create, you know, have people turn to the government. So the government will be your savior. And there's so much negativity out there don't get overwhelmed. Again, that kind of circles back around to the whole faith aspect, but don't get overwhelmed. Um, you need people that you can uh, trust and rely on and uh, you can help you to get through. But here's the other thing. Um, my message, my Sunday message is, you know, what what did you expect? You know, and what did you expect when things were, you know, I, I guess we romanticize the 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 craziness in in a lot of the dystopian novels and the apocalypse and things like that and we think you know we're going to be farming and um you know we're going to be carrying around our ARs and stuff like that and my thing is what you know early on with the whole COVID thing uh, people were like you know what were you thinking the apocalypse was going to look like or this wasn't the apocalypse that I had in mind right being at home you know binging on Netflix or whatever whatever the meme was. What what do you expect the slow slide into, uh, you know, government overreach and uh, what is happening happening in uh, the world that we see? What did you what did you, what did you think it was going to look like? You know, barring an EMP or a big solar flare or you know nuclear war, we're going to continue to see. Uh, freedoms eroded, and I'm not saying that we don't fight for them and things like that. I'm just saying we're going to start continue to see that try. They're going to continue to try to happen, uh, make that happen. We're going to see, um, you know, our money buy less. We're going to see these things starting to happen, and so that's why you need to be prepared. That's why you need to be uh, focused on what is coming and mitigate all those things. And so I want to end with this. This, as as I was processing this and and contemplating uh, the uh, the new year and the focus for the podcast and and just really for myself, um, I really started to think I, I don't want to live my life with regrets. I don't want to regret 
um, that I didn't do this. I don't want to regret that I didn't do that. And with preparedness, it really comes down to I don't want to regret that I didn't prepare enough. So when you are in that situation where your family members are looking to you and saying, hey, what do we do? Or uh, your family members are uh, asking you like, hey, where's the next meal going to come from? Or why did the lights get turned off and we don't have anything to uh, be able to see in our home or what, you know, whatever it might be. I don't want to regret that, you know what, I could have taken a little bit of time. I could have planned a little bit better. I could have, uh, you know, made a, a list. I could have uh, taken inventory. I could have organized my preps better. All those things. I don't want to live with that regret. And so I don't think you want to live with that regret either. In fact, I believed in this, this idea so much that I created a t-shirt. And uh, I put it out of all things, right? I put it on Amazon. It's on Amazon merch. And so, uh, you know, if you want, I know that there is a there's the T-shirt uh, prepped into wear, and I love that T-shirt. I mean, I wear I wear mine whenever I do videos and and when I interview people and different things like that. But I know people were like, I, I don't want to wear that out in, in open in the open because of uh, you know gray man. And I don't want people to think about preparedness and stuff like that. I completely understand that. But the no regrets, um, you know, can mean so many different things. And so there is, uh, there, there are other t-shirts on Amazon that say no regrets, but there is one, um, it's a PW design. So proper website design. And it's just that reminder that I don't want to live with regrets, right? I don't want to, uh, I don't want to go, go through and then look back and say, man, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have taken more care. I wish I would have, you know, uh, not gone to the football game and uh, focused a little bit more on this aspect here. Uh, maybe I, I don't want to regret relationships or I don't want to regret the, the other, you know, other things in life, whatever it might be. So let's not live with regrets. And so if you're interested in that t-shirt, I'm, I'm going to start linking to that one so you can go check that out. I mean, when you do purchase that, it does bring, you know, give me a little bit of a, of a benefit more than, um, more than just clicking on any kind of Amazon thing or whatever. But so guys, that's, that's kind of it. That's, that's kind of where I'm at for this year. I'm going to be focusing more on my faith. Um, I'm going to be focusing more on preparedness and I'll be focusing on pushing through, um, you know, and, and getting done what I need to get done. I believe that's where we need to be. And uh, hopefully, if you want to join me on this journey, uh, then I hope you stick around and we can uh, help each other out. We can be a benefit, a blessing to each other, and we can move forward. So uh, that is it, guys, for episode 675. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Make sure you click the subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. That way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And don't forget, if you're looking for more preparedness and self-reliant information, head on over to PrepperWebsite.com, where we link to 8 to 12 articles every day of the very best self-reliant articles out there. We also have pages dedicated to alternative news, firearms, DIY, Bible prophecy, frugal living, and homesteading. And lastly, don't forget to join the email list if you haven't. When you do, I'm going to send you a free PDF on 25 hand-picked preparedness articles that you should read. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until next time, live with no regrets. Stay prepped and aware. Peace.